A note. Following advice from work-life imbalance may lead to action being taken by HR, your family, the authorities, or higher powers. Work-Life Imbalance, an advice show focusing on workplace and lifestyle issues. Any resemblance to actual advice, living or dead, or actual wisdom is purely coincidental. I'm your monstrous manager, Frank Eastman. And I'm your lovable office companion, Derek Lewis. Today, we'll be having a special year-end retrospective episode. So, Derek, how has this year gone? You know, I I think I personally have enjoyed this year quite a bit. This is probably one of my first creative endeavors ever. Like I've been, when I was younger, I was in bands and, you know, had some creative outlet before, but um, I will say the podcast has been probably the longest running and most committed I've ever been to a a project. And I will say, uh, I sound like ass. Uh, For all the listeners out there, I have been... In lieu of Frank getting his Christmas plague, uh, I have gotten the Christmas plague in his stead. I have passed it on to another. That's See, how it is, I, Derek. I, Every curse is like that. I have to give it to someone else. Now you have to give it to someone else. Uh, yeah, I have to have to find a fucking rube. I, I knew, like, okay, this this ties in perfectly. Because, like, you know, this whole year I thought that we were we were cultivating a creative project together. Uh, but in, in actuality, you were just, just kind of, uh, shaping me to be the rube that would take over all the curses that were placed on you by, uh, various traveler women, um, and, and old hags and things exactly. like that. Yeah. No, I mean, I have pissed off a lot of witches and, uh, <laughs> the, the curses laid upon me were many and thick. So I feel lighter. <laughs> oh, Wow. I don't know why, but that is the grossest, like, the the curses were laid upon me were many and thick. Something about that phrase is terrible. That's because like, curses are definitely <laughs> some sort of phlegmy substance on a spiritual oh. level. Oh, that's hitting especially close to home because of my, my current predicament. Uh, but no, I, I think that, that this this has been... You know, one of the more creative years that I've had. So I, I think it's been pretty fantastic. What about yourself? I think for myself as well, it's probably the longest running single creative project that I have engaged in. Yeah. And it's definitely the the first thing that I've done that I have put out into the wild on a regular basis. Right. With some of the other things, like it didn't really feel... Um, it, it really didn't feel like the more time I put into it, the better it would be, I guess. But in this, in this, yeah. one, in, in this one, I definitely felt that, you know, that contributing or, or devoting more time to it, um, to like getting more comfortable speaking in front of a microphone and, and you know, trying to, you know, trying to just riff off of topics and things like that. Um, the more I've done it, the the better I feel I am at it. It's coming more, more comfortably. And I'm sure our listeners have probably a more apt understanding of whether or not I've gotten better at it. But, but I definitely feel like I've, I've grown, um, in my, in my own space, whatever that is. And it's definitely been very fulfilling. Yeah. I think, I think that's true. Like I have definitely seen growth and an improvement in quality. That's that's one of the things that I've enjoyed. Like I can honestly say that over the course of the year, I have gotten better at making a podcast. Like right. <laughs> the first few episodes, I'm not I'm not necessarily like I haven't gone back to listen to them and I'm right. not I'm not ready to do that yet. <laughs> I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I I think we started out not too bad. Uh, I think my storytelling is probably the most like pronounced thing that got better. Um, and I'm still, 
I'm still bad at it now, but like that first story, I remember when we recorded the first episode, that was like a 12 minute story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was just about a broccoli that emanated a fart smell. Like how the fuck did I turn that into a 12 minute story? Uh, and, and not for amusing content. It was just, I, I couldn't condense it. Uh, and I think the final product was still like five minutes and it was still, I was still listening. I was like, fuck me. This, <laughs> this I, I wish this asshole would shut up. I, that's what I said. And I was talking to myself, but it was so funny to, to listen to that. Cause I, I think you know, part in the curtain a little bit, like we had, we had recorded a couple of times before that just to kind of, um, yeah. j- just kind of experiment with it and, and make sure that the first thing we recorded together wasn't the first thing we released, like just to have something we can put in the trash and say that, the, that we, uh, we improved a little bit even before we started. So, you know, that was, that was not the first time we, we had recorded. So we were already kind of like iterating on like, okay, how do we, how do we do this? Like really, I, I was very much so getting my sea legs cause you know, you're an announcer for roller derby. I literally had never heard myself recorded before. Like it was, <laughs> it was so fucking strange and it's, it's been wild. Like it's been, it's been fantastic to kind of um, step out of my comfort zone and get a lot better. Not, not necessarily better. Like, I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm doing any more than I thought I would as far as like quality of comedy. I'll leave that up for other people to, to assess, but um, I'm feeling more comfortable. And I, I definitely feel that I've, I found a voice which I wasn't necessarily sure that I would. And that, that says, and that sounds strange to say, but I wasn't necessarily sure that I had much worth saying. And it, it's nice to find that there are some, you know, some collection of people that, that find that, you know, listening to me for an hour a week is uh, worth their time and effort. I walked into this wanting to do two things. And that was to make a good podcast and to stick with something. I, I, right. I didn't, you know, I didn't start podcasting in order to be a rich and famous podcaster or to, <laughs> you know, there's, there's no sort of goal beyond the production, but I want that production to be good. Like that was the right. number one thing. There are enough podcasts in the world. And what I didn't want to do was like me and one guy talking at the laptop microphone in a giant empty room, like, right. Uh, not, not to denigrate anybody that who, for who that that's their podcast, but like, right. There's certain quality standards in the medium that I had heard from other parties. And I wanted to see if I could reach that, that level. If I could hit that, right. if I could hit that note. Right. And I think we, I think we definitely have in a lot of respects, I think our, our quality has changed uh, since the beginning. And I, I think in a lot of ways it's gotten better. I, definitely our techniques have gotten better and I'm, I'm on a, a little bit of a new setup cause I got a new mic. So, you know, we're still, um, dialing in some things on this, but, um, I, I don't think we're anywhere near perfect. So oh, yeah. no, we're no. just going to keep, keep iterating and, and increasing our quality of engineering. And, um, but that honestly, that, that speaks to kind of like the, the technician in me of like, okay, well there, there's still, a lot left to, to improve on. So let's keep improving. And it keeps me, you know, interested in, in, you know, more ways than just producing a comedy podcast. Yeah. And I think that comes from both of us having a background in software and, and not just software, but in agile, which takes right. a little bit from the Toyota Kaizen Kaizen. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's relentless improvement. And that's one of the things that I think we just sort of from a decade a piece or more in software, that's something that we have internalized to some extent. So I know that we approach the podcast with that same sort of mentality. Like, yeah. And even if it started out, okay, like, okay, was not really enough. Like as long as things are okay, like there are so many things that we can improve on. And, uh, and some things I I think I in particular have kind of gone back and forth where, you know, some things will get better and then some things will kind of, uh, go by the wayside a little bit. I know that my, my cadence and things like that, cause I'm, I'm, I have such stage fright. Like this is such a weird thing for me, um, (laughs) to have, have done this podcast because I have, I'm so critical 
of the way that I talk and things like that. So I, I thought that it was going to just send me into fucking convulsions, um, listening to my voice every week. And it, it did in the beginning, like it was, uh, it was harsh in the beginning because I, I knew that my, my cadence needed work. Like I knew that it, it wasn't necessarily pleasant to yeah. listen to all the time. Um, but I feel that I've, I've made, you know, a lot of strides and things like that. Um, and I, I know there's still a lot more to do. Like I still, uh, anybody that listens to the the podcast knows I say, uh, too much. I, I say like too much. Um, <laughs> what, I say, what they oh God. don't know though, is that I honestly, I, I cut out 50% of your ums. I really do. <laughs> <Don't> you- <laughs> I love you, dude. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> And if and if you go back on the uh, the clip shows, I cut out the other fifty percent. Like I, I literally, like I, I'm not kidding when it tell when I, t- I tell you it takes like twenty five hours to make one of those clip shows because I am going through and I am taking out everything that makes us sound like assholes. And there's a lot. Like oh god, you- <laughs> is there anything left? Even after you you do your uh, you know tweezer work, uh, I'm going in with you know. Uh, an electron microscope and shaving off all the uhs and ums that I say, and it takes so fucking long. But you know, I because I, I want it to be a little bit more concise, and you know, it it's something that I need to to work on even more. There are things we can do in ed- with editing to fix things that that uh, that make lazy people, and <laughs> I don't I don't want to be a lazy content creator. Yeah, but no. uh, I've been allowed to be. No, and. I agree. Like I, I try to bring a, a certain snappiness to things and I, I'm perhaps a little slower on the draw than I could be. And that comes, I think to some extent from my background in roller derby, I'm used to announcing in a stadium sort of setting. And right. if I speak too quickly, then I get a lot of bounce and echo and you can't necessarily understand anything that I'm saying. Right. And so I have a tendency to, you know, sort of speak at a slow shout <laughs> from my from which my is, roller derby experience. Which is terrible with me, because if anybody stops talking, Derek's going to start talking. <laughs> Derek's got to fill that silence, man. Got to fill that silence. But yeah, I, I think I think we've learned a lot and we've we've learned a lot about you know, kind of our our comedy pairing because because before this whole podcast thing like you and i had been um kind of traveling for work a lot together and so i, th- I think we we definitely made each other laugh yeah and um you know this this whole thing as you kind of described it to me was to kind of see if we can get on a get on a, a recorder and make each other laugh and make other people laugh too and yeah. I, I think i think that has been the goal and i i think it I think it's gone well. I think it's been been a wonderful exercise in that. We had good chemistry, and, and not in like a sappy romantic way. But I think you know we <clears throat> sort of, hey baby, <laughs> um, <laughs> but and and it was just one of those things. Like I had been giving thought to doing a podcast, and and then like it sort of came to me one day while we were driving in the car that one of the things that I had seen were business oriented podcasts, but not really shitty comedy advice business podcasts. Right. right. They were, they were totally straightforward. Like here's how to grow your business. Uh, not here's how to make sure that you get fired at work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's definitely been fun. And um, I, I think that we're going to continue, uh, you know, going into 2019, I think, as you and I have talked about, you know, we're going to continue to kind of evolve and, and keep trimming some things down that, that don't necessarily work like we want and um, things that, and, and try to, as weird as, as weird as it sounds, like try to bring more value uh, to listeners and things like that. And, and I think that there are some things that, that we, that we want to experiment with and, and try to you know, just try to find something that that will be a good mixture in the end. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's weird. Like uh, the same kaizen, like that relentless improvement. I think we bring a lot of the the software engineering background that we've got to the podcast in the first place. Like our methodologies, I treat this like a project at work. Right. 
And I think we, you know, we're constantly looking for, is this the tone we want to set? Is this the topics that we want to be covering? Are these uh, elements of the podcast working? Are there bits we want to cut? Are there bits that we want to add? Because the, you know, what we started with is not necessarily what we've ended the year with by any stretch of the imagination. Absolutely. Like one of the first things that we did and that, and it was because I had wanted to was the elevator to accounting just because right. <laughs> I, I had this vision of the elevator sound effect, right? Like hand up that, that is the, that is the <laughs> thing that I was like, I really want to do an elevator sound effect with our theme song as elevator music. Cause our theme song is a bossa nova elevator music sort of jam. Right. And, and I wanted to do that. And then it was, I don't know, maybe halfway through the year, we, we reflected on it and we're like, I think at this point we're just doing elevator to accounting because I wanted to do an elevator sound cut. And <laughs> is that a good enough reason to keep something in the fucking show? Right. And, and I think that, that we kind of figured out that, no, it, it probably isn't. And and to be honest, that's kind of what uh, what ended up happening with the uh, the Indie Podcast Corner is that, you know, I, you know, I wanted to, to share kind of, uh, share the space a little bit with the indie podcast community, which we are absolutely a part of. Like, I'm not saying that we are, uh, giving a platform to people who are beneath us far from it. We are, we are right there with everybody. Um, but just kind of, um, we are the hoi polloi, right? <laughs> Well, just, just have a, you know, an opportunity to let people, um, experience other things that, that we, that we like and, um, other podcasts that I had found and, and things that, and people that I had interacted with, um, and really wanted to get their stuff out there too. And it was, it was, it was a nice experiment. Um, I don't think, I don't think we helped anybody. Like, I don't, I don't think we got (laughs) anybody else, uh, any listens. Like there are some funny yucks. Like I think that some of the, the jokes from, uh, from the indie podcast corner, um, that just happened organically were some of the funniest things that we had in the show. Um, but you know, it wasn't necessarily worth like keeping around, maybe not. And to be honest, like the last few, um, I, I think that I was kind of of the mind that, that I would start, that I would continue doing the indie podcast corner specifically to be a musical outlet because I was, I created that shitty Awful, awful, <laughs> awful uh, jingle for the indie podcast corner, and and I, I I loved it because it is so bad. But like, there's a difference between like something being like ironically bad and like this is as good as I can make it. And it was kind of kind of caught in the middle of that. And you know, don't now show your like hand, a, Derek. Don't show your hand. <laughs> now I've got like a, a MIDI keyboard and I've created a, a, a few other songs and things like that. Like I did the, uh, intro for the, um, um, for all the horror. Yeah. The Halloween had. special. Yeah. The Halloween special. And sure. That was like, you know, something that was like only like, like 15 seconds or something like that. But, um, it was far better quality. And like some of the, like some of the trial and error stuff that I'd done for like a, the next iteration of any podcast corner jingle, um, it really gave me a musical outlet that I, that I enjoyed. And I think, um, I think it was something that was important for me that, that I, I had that kind of, I don't know, that totem, uh, to, to do something for, I guess. But then I realized, you know, it's silly for it to be that, like I can find something else for it, for it to be that. Like, I don't have to keep the indie podcast corner around and like, and make everybody listen to like 10 minutes of stuff that they don't necessarily <laughs> care about. Like, not that the, that the podcasts that we were sharing were, were things that people shouldn't care about, but like, I don't necessarily think that it was doing what it was intending to do. Um, and I can get, you know, I can get my, my musical creative fix, uh, some other way. Like I, it, it was, it got me over the hump of like. I've, I never have done music before. Like this is really uncomfortable to like, now I have the momentum to where if I, you know, I can just create music for like stuff that I want to do. And, and that was important for me. And, and now I don't necessarily, (laughs) I don't feel like subjecting our listeners to, uh, you know, to my limping along with my musical stuff. So (laughs) yeah. And at least not right now (laughs) when we got there, you know, I think we, we sat down and we took a look at it and we were like, this is tonally and subject matter wise, 
very different than the rest of the show and what you right. know what do we want the show to be about and is this kind of not to i mean i worked in advertising for a while so is this on brand is this on message right. and i think we decided not really like it's it's nice to be able to engage with the independent podcast creator community and right. try to help folks out and stuff but it's it's just kind of like getting the the jam in my peanut butter and jelly um you know it's like it's it's not a bad thing but i've already got we've already assembled a sandwich right <laughs> now i want a sandwich uh, <laughs> i'm out of bread yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so so you know there are some things that we've done away with and um and I, I think that, that we're going to come up with some pretty decent stuff for, for 2019. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll probably debut it pretty soon, but, you know, we'll just uh, try some more things out. And as folks have feedback for us, if you guys ever want to, like, um, say, hey, I really like this thing or, hey, I really didn't like this thing, um, feel free to shoot us an email at feedback at WLICast.com because um, we we love interacting with with listeners and you know, a lot of the the podcast community and things like that has been um, very vocal and in, in helping us kind of fine tune some things and giving us feedback where we want. But um, if anybody ever has any comments or just wants to, to say anything to us, uh, just feel free to, to shoot us an email. Cause we're, we're always happy to, to listen. And, and if that, that's kind of the, if that's the impetus to change, like if that helps us uh, make the podcast better, we're always for it. Yeah, that's been one of the more interesting things to me is, I, I don't know why, I, I had this mindset, I was putting this thing out into the ether, and I was not necessarily expecting a response, but right. to then get a response, I was like, <laughs> wait, someone someone noticed that we changed something, and then they wrote us a message about it, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> Yeah, the 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 look on your face was uh was pretty interesting. Whenever you were like, "Wait, somebody listened and we and and like had an opinion about something that we changed." Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and it was it was nice. It was weird, but it was nice. It was like, well, okay, cool. I have I have not had that experience before, where someone has come in and been like, "You changed this," and I don't know if I like it. And the uh, the outpouring uh, for when you got laid off. Oh and man, that was that <laughs> was that was such a weird like it was it was such a perfect like for content wise like it was a perfect three three week like uh, yeah there uh, was complete turnaround story like, yeah it was a, it was a three part arc and it wasn't made up like it, it just wasn't. it just so fucking happened that like. <laughs> I got laid off and we recorded an episode. I started interviewing for jobs and we recorded an episode and then I got a job and we recorded an episode and it was like, well, okay then. I mean, we could not have timed that better if we had tried and it was, it was so funny and so organic and, but like the, the, uh, the input from the community said, Hey, uh, oh my God, is Frank Okay. I mean that was that was wild. Like that, I, I that was, it warmed the cockles of my heart uh, to to an extent that uh, maybe you know maybe I don't I don't expect it to warm uh, Frank's as much. Uh, there's a lot more work to do on the cockle warming, um, but yeah, it, it definitely it definitely was was it was nice. Like it was something like you said, it wasn't something that we expected. Yeah, um, and to have that in whatever uh, whatever extent was was really cool and i i loved it it was like you know what fuck it if we get like two people that love this thing like i'm gonna ride this till the wheels fall off like i'm gonna keep doing it until we piss off both of them so (laughs) (laughs) that thing like when when i got laid off i was like this sucks but (laughs) at least i can get some comedy out of it that's that's sort of how i approached it Hey man, when when you're down, just go ahead and kick yourself in the nuts, and then save everybody else the trouble. Right, and, kick yourself in the nuts. Make sure that, that you're recording, so that yeah. at least you can get on America's Funniest Videos or something like that. And like the last thing I expected was was people to 
care if that may like i know that sounds sort of weird and mildly sociopathic but that just wasn't <laughs> wasn't my brain space my like my thought going into it was this sucks well maybe i can make it funny and then people responded with like oh my god is frank gonna be okay and i was like oh now i i honestly feel a little bad for <laughs> putting that out there like i didn't i didn't want anybody to to feel bad for me i was not like i don't want anybody's pity but just like i didn't want to alarm anybody that wasn't my intent right i had yeah i had just been like this will be funny yeah the 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 panic was somewhat exaggerated just because like you know they're they're it wasn't like you were going to crash and burn like you were going to find a job it wasn't going to be that bad but like for the comedy like it was it was perfect to to really play it up um but then to like le- have people legitimately worry <laughs> about your well-being it was so weird and so so heartwarming <laughs> i mean it could have gone bad i it it ended up working out fairly well but it was right? one of those things like even even after i got even after I got the job offer, I was kind of like, I better not say anything about it so that I don't chinks <laughs> it. Right. <laughs> uh, but just, it all, it all worked out in the end. Yeah. And, and so that was, that was nice. And right. it kind of, as, as we had said that it just amusingly lined up into a three part arc. So I think this is a pretty good segue. Um, Cause one of the things I want to do with the year end retrospective is, just to give each other an opportunity to kind of talk about the kind of bit by bit or segment by segment, uh, what some of our favorite moments for those segments, uh, were. So Frank, uh, for, let, let's start with the daily standup. So for the daily standup, uh, what was your favorite bit that we did? I mean, the, the daily standups that really spring to mind that stand out, Probably number one is the one that I is that we did after I had to uh, do some plumbing in the bathroom. And I think just because the plumbing in the bathroom sort of situation in its entirety still haunts my dreams, right? <laughs> so it's less less for comedic purposes, more about uh, just your existential nightmare that continues to this day. Yeah, every once in a while I sit bolt upright in bed and go, "Oh God, no, not the black goo." <laughs> oh, the devil's icker has come to haunt me again. Oh, no, that was that was a fantastic one. And and I will say I, I've I've rarely let myself get so immature. But like every other statement you made had some sort of like <laughs> could have been like a double entendre or innuendo. And uh, yeah, that was that was fantastic. What about you, Derek? So for mine. I I think hands down it has to be the the one about fucking Chuck Tingle, um, <laughs> because you know th- the thing is like there are there have been a few that you that you have brought up that caught me completely off guard. I mean, some of them might not have been you know quite as wild as as that one, but um, you know a lot of things that you've brought up have caught me off guard. Um, none have caught me off guard quite as severely as that like i i listening back to that episode the first i don't know five minutes of that episode i was struggling to coalesce a goddamn thought like i couldn't i, I was like am i hearing this like <laughs> there's a there's a guy that's writing like trash porn fiction and you know it's it and like people are reading it and and so like five minutes in like I, I I finally could coalesce thoughts, but like the the whole part about the the name of the podcast, if it, when I listen back to that, it still just makes me laugh so hard because the thing is like you are you are literally like you in audio form you are hearing my mind be blown and like my soul dying a little bit <laughs> with the name of that fucking podcast. <laughs> Derek um, was changed that day. Like that is not, that is not me hamming it up. That is me like legitimately just be like, of course it's fucking called that. Um, one of the, one of the most genuine reactions to anything that we've had on this podcast. <laughs> it still, it still makes me chuckle to this day. 
some of the stuff that I like, I, I try to bring interesting things to the table and I try to do so like one of the things that that we set out to do was to do a podcast that could definitely be blue, but not mean like. Right. And, and it could be me like definitely with with my personality, we could come at it and turn it into a mean girls podcast. <laughs> but that's not really us and and i think you know that's that's one of the things that we've wanted to do over the life of the podcast and i haven't gotten a ton of response in terms of like folks dialing in to say that they're you know horribly offended by by a bit or or something and that's like comedy is unexpected like that is that is the comedic thing like comedy is moving in a direction and then taking a sharp left turn into the unexpected right and and i think you know when you're doing that invariably you're going to either offend somebody on purpose or accidentally or you're gonna you're gonna bomb really bad and come at something and then and then be like "Mm, that was Ooh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, and I th- I think we've tried really really hard to not you know not offend where it where it wasn't due. Like uh, there are some people that I don't mind uh, offending, um, but it's because for for stupid choices they've made, not for who right. they are or or the things they uh, they espouse, but or maybe for things they espouse. I don't yeah, know. definitely um, for things they espouse, but I mean, we can right. jack up individuals. I think I'm, right, I'm fine right. with that, especially people yeah. making like really poor or, or not nice decisions. Um, right. That, that but, is fair game. But like, just in, in general, like I, I'm not trying to set out and, and like offend anybody, especially with like blue humor, which I, I if anybody has been listening since the beginning, like, you know, like our, our first fucking episode was about like work wankers in the bathroom stalls. Like we did not, we did not like falsely advertise what this was going to be. Oh yeah. No. (laughs) If you've been here from from day one, you know what the score is. This didn't Um, start out as my TEDx talk and then go way off the rails. (laughs) Just devolve into dick jokes. No, it started with dick jokes. Um, and I will say, like, um, so I know we're not really we're not really doing um, what our least favorite uh, was, but I will say that for the for the deep dive, um, the one that that concerned me the most uh, was episode thirty five, the bathroom spectacular, because I had thought about that topic of finding the <laughs> finding your favorite restroom when you start a new new job. I had marinated that in my mind for no shit. Like, what would you say? Like three months? Four oh, yeah. months? Yeah, that was something, that, like was something that? that we you had been wanting to do for a while. Like, I had been thinking about it for so long. And and I think it's still one of our lower downloaded episodes, like in that time frame. Um, oh, it yeah. It really felt like a referendum on me. <laughs> like, like I am presenting the, my most true, genuine self to the world, and they're saying we don't want your poo, and and that that it it hit me um, a little bit. So I was like, okay, you know, I I get it. <laughs> that is there, there's a difference between a sprinkling of blue and like <laughs> One just like full episode, and I like that's my the the birth of the bathroom spectacular and yeah <laughs> behind the curtain that that was one of our lowest downloaded episodes and i was i was not expecting that like i would not have produced it and put it out had i had i honestly thought it was going to to bomb or anything not, not that it bomb bombed but like yeah it, it's still in in the neighborhood but it's it's definitely not like i thought that was gonna be the one that took us that, that got us to like uh our next milestone i thought we were gonna ride that wave straight into to hollywood or, or something this is our meal uh, ticket baby here we go <laughs> like this is the one this is Everything else is going to be gravy. We'll just gotta, just gotta land this one. And um, like I, I had gone through and 
you know, early on, we had a lot of questions that were about the workplace and the restroom. <laughs> a lot. Like, and a lot. A, a lot. lot, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Like, like half. <laughs> yeah, like 50% of our questions were like, what do I do when I get to go to the pooper? And Which, I mean, I felt, I um, I've, that made me feel vindicated because I was like, people care about this. We must give the Maybe people just, what they want. Right. Maybe just not like 90 minutes of it. Like, yeah. And that's, that's my fault. Like, cause I, <laughs> that was my bad y'all. Cause I went in and I was like, Derek, Derek, this is going to become our brand, Derek. Like we don't get to control this, Derek. If our first 20 episodes are just us answering bathroom questions, it's not going to be a work podcast. It's going to be us talking about people using the bathroom. And right. I don't know Which, if, like, even if we get famous, I don't know if that's what I want to get famous for, Derek. Right. <laughs> that's that's not really what I what I envisioned our brand to be. And and you you did, like, like for, for both senses of the word, like, it was, it was a culmination of, like, of, th- of decisions that we'd made because you know, I, I wanted to do that topic so bad. Um, but we, we like questions just kept piling up. So we had like, like 10 questions and we didn't get to many of them. Like we still ended up like leaving half of them on the floor, but like we, we had to make decisions like, okay, are we going to do a whole episode of like nothing but bathroom stuff? And I was like, fuck yes, we are. Uh, so, <laughs> so we, so we did it. And like, I don't know. I, I expected something, something different. Like I, I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be kind of that like, okay, let's get out of our system type of thing. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess. Yeah. When we launched that one, I, I honestly did so in one of those, my, my mean at that point was like, okay, here it goes. I finally resigned myself to, we're going to release the bathroom spectacular. People are going to like the bathroom spectacular a lot. And then that's just going to be what we do. Like it's going to be Frank and and Derek's poo podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And, and see, that's, I, I, that's what I was trying to coalesce a minute ago. Um, is that essentially like we, we had put it off and we had kind of concentrated it in this one area uh, and you were concerned that that would kind of be our our brand. Uh, me, I was like, I don't care, Frank. I want I want to be me. You can't control me anymore. Um, <laughs> you can't hold it in forever. You can't hold it in forever. <laughs> you can't hold the poo in forever, Frank. Um, but uh, but yeah, I you know, you you did like multiple times. Like, tell me, save it for the bathroom special. And I was like, okay, I'll. I'll save this thing and and rightly so. Like like we don't need to be potty humor wall to wall all day every day. That's that's me. Like I I that's how my brain thinks. Uh but you know, that's not what everybody's coming for and I get that. We want to be we want to be somewhat non-lowbrow in in some respects. So uh but yeah, so we we saved it up. We put it all in one episode um and it didn't do quite as well um as we would have thought or I think I don't think Frank was necessarily um, disappointed that that wasn't the one that took us, you know, to, to fame. <laughs> but I did feel a little bit like it was a referendum on uh, on me because that was like, uh, if any episode was was more me than anything else, it's that one. And I'll let, I'll let that speak for what it speaks to, but but that's the truth. Like, <laughs> maybe we'll make a spinoff poo cast, man. No, there's a couple of those, and I don't know if I want to be those. But that's fine. That's fine. More oh, power God. to them. I, I haven't ever looked into it, but I should have. I should have known. <laughs> you should have known. Um, all right, so <laughs> that took way too long to get through that. I did not expect that to be a, as lengthy of a conversation as it was. Uh, all right, so what was your what was your favorite deep dive? Some of our early deep dives, I think, had a lot of energy in them. Right. That that I think sort of began to peter off. Like, uh, the, the deep dive has always been problematic for me because it it speaks to, like, 
I used to be a teacher, and when you actually give me a serious topic to talk about, I turn into <laughs> a pedantic ass. Right. And, <laughs> and, and I just, you know, and it's like the, the deep dive, I want it to be funny, but it also is definitely a serious topic sometimes, and I right. can't resist the preachable moment. Right. And I, I think we definitely, uh, I, I think we kind of stepped on ourselves a little bit because it is something that with a topic that we could actually talk to, uh, I think we, we ended up having so much to say that was not necessarily a joke that, you know, it kind of pushed out some of the funny, uh, to the extremities a little bit. Um, and that wasn't necessarily what we had intended. Um, we wanted it to be both, but the thing is like, we are we are legitimately passionate about some of the things that we had to talk about. And maybe that's a a negative. I don't know. Uh, but it definitely, uh, if we had had more focus, I think we could have gotten both the funny and the serious. But um, it, it didn't necessarily pan out in some respects, like like we had expected. Yeah, and I think that's that was sort of my takeaway. Like there are some little nuggets that come out of I think office animals and. Um, and things like that, that, you know, I'm like, I look back on those and I go, that was really, that was a lot of fun to do. I think it was right. really funny. And then some of my look back on and I'm like, oh, fuck, I wish this guy would shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Derek, what was your favorite deep dive? Um, Honestly, my favorite was probably... I would say coworkers that don't understand body language, uh, which was episode nine. Honestly, I think that was the funniest one for me because of like the execution and some of the bits around it. Um, but the fact that I was like, so, uh, it, it was such a fraught topic for me because I, I really enjoy people. Like I, I, I enjoy interacting with people a lot. Uh, and for me to admit, like there are times when I, I want people to go away. Like that was, that was kind of a, a weird place for me. But I, I think that, uh, I think overall it was an interesting enough subject and it's something that's so universal, like so universal um, for people to be like, hey, dude, I'm working. Please stop talking to me and then not getting the picture. Um, I think it it legitimately felt like that's the one that's going to be cathartic for somebody. Like somebody is going to listen to that episode and they're going to be like, oh, finally, somebody talking about coworkers who won't leave them the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, I think that one turned out pretty well. All right, um, so let's move on to uh, your favorite question from the audience that we have covered. Yeah, my favorite question was from episode nine with the inflection at the end of the questions. And that was only because uh. of the bit where <laughs> I just, I hadn't intended to troll you quite as hard as I did. And it, it was so fucking effective. Like, I was, I'm internally amused. I was just sitting there behind the mic, like clapping softly to myself, <laughs> waiting for you to get it. And and the thing is, is that uh, I feel that's less a that's less a comment on you, and and, and more a comment of, about me because I am so like gullible and oblivious, and you really took advantage of that. And I'm I'm not I'm not pleased with how our friendship has turned after that. A trust uh, was broken. It was because the thing was like I was legitimately I was in the moment we were talking about Saved by the Bell, and I was like, okay, what are, what are the other characters Saved by the Bell? I was I was doing my due diligence and trying to answer that fucking question, and uh, lo and behold, you were just trolling me the whole the, not the whole time, but like you were throwing some throw some curveballs, and I wasn't. They were just beating me in the fucking head. And I was like, oh. and my response is, I, I promise you that is, that is a hundred percent organic response to that fucking thing. Um, and I felt it was a combination of relief and, uh, anger after I realized what you were doing, because like the feelings I was feeling were very, uh, were very angry, <laughs> very upset at my friend, Frank, and, uh, and I also felt dumb because I was like, am, am I, am I like just saying stupid shit here? Like, am I, am I not speaking the right information here? Um, 
lot of a lot of feelings and then for you to just be goofing on me it's taken a long time to real rebuild that trust frank yeah yeah sometimes sometimes it'd be like that derek <laughs> what about you what was your favorite question from the audience uh my favorite question from the audience i'm gonna say the uh i forget the title of it but uh it was a guy who who his boss had a picture of him like helicoptering his wiener and like <laughs> he's trying to figure out how to milk that for all it was all it was worth from his boss um that is that is one of the it was a chance to go blue and I think we showed restraint. I don't think we went nearly as blue as we could have. Um, so I was very proud of us, uh, of how we handled that very dicey subject. And, uh, what was the, there was a, cause cause often we'll come up with like techniques of, of how you can handle these things. And, um, and one of them was like during a meeting, if your boss starts getting uppity, you can just pantomime, uh, a, a, a spinning hot dog or, or like you have a hot dog in, in the meeting and you just like, yeah, kind of twirl the hot dog a, a little bit and, uh, that'll get him to agree with you. And I'll tell you what, that has been so indispensable since yeah. we did that episode. Uh, I, it's gotten me out of so many binds and honestly, it's kept my boss very, uh, very honest and I'm, I'm very appreciative of our work. Although I still hold to, you've only got the one pack of hot dogs and at this right. point, they're getting a little elderly, Derek. <laughs> People are shutting up less because you're asking them to shut up and more because you're just waving around a wat- rotten hot dog. I'll wave my rotten hot dog <laughs> all I want, Frank. <laughs> oh. All right, so for the issue from the internet, which one was your favorite? This one's a hard one. I don't... No, it's really not. <laughs> Is it not? There, there's a clear winner. It's the one about the sex butt. It is, <laughs> it is clearly, uh, I forget which episode it was, but it was uh, the one where uh, somebody had a, a six hundred, a $700 sex butt in their car and it, their, their car got stolen or broken into and, uh, and they had to figure out how to claim uh, their $700 sex butt for the insurance. That is one of the funniest fucking things that we have ever said and the amount of of laughing that i did during that episode was was just amazing and and it's it's the one that always jumps out to me as as our best so far and and i think honestly our best idea for like a uh a, a spinoff of any tv show which was like you know embarrassing cash cab like i think that worked <laughs> out fantastically yeah i think that was probably one of the funniest bits that we did and my the the one that comes in for me also is, is kind of a second place was the uh, the daughter bought a tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will say, tanks price to move uh, was one of the funniest funniest things that that we have said on this podcast because I I still today uh, go back and listen to that and it was ridiculous. Oh yeah, it was it was ridiculous, and you know, to this day, I'm sure I'm not sure if that question was real, and I'm no. I'm going to say that it had to be not, but it was just so it was such a fun place to be to pretend that it was for a minute, right? Yeah, so it was, a, was it was a fun it was a fun space to play in for a little bit, and and uh, I, I definitely intend in 2019 to kind of find more like that because I I think. Uh, I, I think that was a very fun type of question to explore because it doesn't, it probably was not a true one. Like that was, there's some places on the internet that you can find some, some made up shit. Like, Derek, I know that. are you trying to tell me that sometimes people on the internet don't tell the truth? I don't want to be the one to tell you that, Frank, but next you'll you be didn't... telling me that there's a lot of porn on the internet. Uh, come see me after class. <laughs> is there is there like any of the any of the the bits that we've done are there any bits that you just look back on and go god i wish we hadn't done that don't don't you fucking attack me frank eastman oh god um 
Yeah, the the worst one by far. It fucking haunts me to this day. Episode six, my fucking hey Alexi bit. <laughs> I cannot describe to you <laughs> the depths of sadness after we were finished with that one. I was so fucking proud of that bit before we started. I was so proud of that bit before we started. And I have never had something fall apart so quickly. Like, like that was me like, like on the, on the starting line, revving the engine and the whole car fucking exploding. Like that was bad. And, and I wanted it to work so bad because Frank, to be honest, like, okay, that, that bit turned out terribly. I practiced my Russian accent for a week and (laughs) it was not enough. Like it was was not good. Um, but I felt so bad. I was like, this is how the podcast ends. Like (laughs) I killed it. (laughs) We've been in it for six weeks and I've done killed it. I was, I was really sad after that one. (laughs) Oh, God, I remember that, man. Oh, and and I guess if I were a better person, I might have left it on the cutting room floor. (laughs) But it's not like we had a backup. Like, there would just been an entire section of the podcast missing. Um, And then people wouldn't have known why I was why I sounded so ashamed the rest of the episode. (laughs) Really? You couldn't cut it for continuity. (laughs) (laughs) Why is why does Derek have a sadness about him? <laughs> why, is, why is Derek crying? <laughs> All right. So what what was your uh, what was your big bomb uh, that you you were not pleased with after we were done? The only like there's one bit that I did get some negative feedback on, which was like my King of the Hill sort of. Um, the you know my my subordinates need to be crushed beneath my iron heel uh-huh and like i was told that it it very much marks me as like a douche code bro and <laughs> that's like that's not necessarily the flavor that i want to to put into the world like i am sure. not like i am not a code bro by any stretch of the imagination in any direction (laughs) yeah i i i mean but the thing is i think most people understood like that was that was you definitely playing you know playing to your persona in some cases like yeah like there there is a part that i play and (laughs) and i play to that part i'm not saying that it is not an authentic me i am an authentic me (laughs) um but I am I am definitely not a douche bro. Uh and to have like come across to to anybody in in that way, I was just kinda like, oh. Yeah, I, I get that. Like like there are like there are certain things that we're that we're trying to project and we're gonna ham up some certain things. But what we don't want to do is we don't want to like project like truly like negative things that will make people feel bad like like that's not what we're here for like we're not yeah we're here for comedy like it, right if it if i'm doing it i'm doing it for the funny i'm not doing it like at no point am i saying that everybody else should be crushing their subordinates beneath their heel like right that darkness is for me alone <laughs> right <laughs> it's for it's only for true professionals don't try this at home folks <laughs> and I mean, there's, there's some parts of the podcast that I don't necessarily, I don't know if I have questions about, or there are areas that we've explored that I think have had the potential to take a hard turn and (laughs) just go screaming off into like a bad part of town. Like, absolutely. (laughs) And there were, I mean, there were some topics that we were covering where I was like, at any moment, I'm going to stick my foot in my mouth, and we're going to have to erase 45 minutes of fucking work. Like, I, I legitimately was worried that, you know, at some point I would fuck, fuck a topic up so bad uh, by, by saying something unintended 
and and it becoming something other than what it was and and you know that that definitely was something i was very concerned of and um and i'm glad that for the most part it seems that we have avoided that and you know i and we we constantly strive to do that like anything that we say that that we feel ooh that that hits the ear really wrong like that's not you know, I, I know that's what I said, but that's not what I meant. That type of thing, like we don't want any of that to to make anyone um, feel yeah. disparaged or disenfranchised or anything. And and so we're very sensitive to that. And uh, but it was a big fear, like it was a, a huge fear of mine, because I I am I am nothing if not famous for sticking my my foot in my fucking mouth, like. <laughs> Yeah, like, I I think if you'll find if you'll find most of my pictures from high school and college, uh, they're literally me chewing on my my shoes because my foot is planted firmly in my mouth. Like I think it could be said that we have not necessarily been as cool as possible to furries. Um, no, man, we 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 goofed on furries, but then we, we had some funnies at the expense of the furries for sure. But you know, I'm gonna put it out there: like furries are cool, man. Y'all keep doing your thing. I mean, we we may laugh. About, honestly, I think I think if anybody we've disparaged, I think we've disparaged uh, Juggalos. Um, at least in the beginning, <laughs> I think we, we have, weren't we've kind to Juggalos. Positive Juggalo cover. It's it's sometimes hard to positively cover Juggalos though, but, <laughs> true. which is not a is diss true. on Juggalos. Just sometimes you're like, guys, you you're not making this easy. Like, <laughs> put put the hatchet down. <laughs> The optics on that are just real bad. Just real bad. Just real bad. We we don't want things that people identify with that are not shitty uh, to feel shitty about identifying with them. I, I think it's a, a pretty good generalized statement. And it's hard to be inclusive when it's two straight white guys with a podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, we're not necessarily bringing the the LGBT Latinx viewpoint to this or anything. Like, there's there's not a lot of demographic variety going on yeah. with the the podcast yeah. hosts. And and that's that's absolutely true. Um, and and not to say that like we would turn down you know folks being on a podcast that that are a part of those groups. It's just that like I don't think they care to like. Yeah, I I don't know. Like maybe that's that's that'll be next year. Maybe perhaps it'll yeah. it'll just be like we slowly fade to the background, and suddenly this podcast is hosted by like <laughs> cool people. <laughs> Damn it, Derek! <laughs> but I still I still feel like we should be able to to discuss some of these topics. Like I'm not right. so like some of the stuff that could have gone terribly wrong were like Big Dipper. <laughs> you know oh yeah uh, where that, that was that when we when we finished that bit about uh about big dipper i my i felt so like body positive for the rest of the day like i felt so loved by that song so <laughs> <laughs> that all that big fat hairy guys and i was like oh <laughs> somebody loves us somebody loves me <laughs> <laughs> exactly and i think like that that's a, a way that we can come at something and like i think that's cool i don't i don't think anybody's going to necessarily have a problem with it we're not like co-opting anybody's cultural right signifiers or anything uh yeah. same thing with like cochrane ken <laughs> <laughs> i think i i was concerned like because because you're right that's one of the ones that could have gone into the weeds real quick um but I, I think that my uh, my genuine fascination with that topic uh, kind of kept us on the rails <laughs> because I was like, I couldn't think of anything else to say. I was just amazed. I was like, yeah. tell me more, Frank. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> and me- that was what I wanted to do with that one. Like that one wasn't <laughs> like, let's hold up this gay Barbie doll and laugh. And make fun of it. Yeah, yeah no. no, it was, you know, these, the, the execs at Hasbro or Mattel or whoever the fuck it is that makes Barbie like legitimately went out and tried to find the coolest thing in 1993 and accidentally made a gay Ken. <laughs> like the coolest thing. They're like, that is cool. That is the epitome of coolness. And all the gay guys were like, did they just release a gay rave doll? <laughs> oh, 
That's beautiful. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I really liked those bits. I think those bits were good. It was just one of those things where it's like, I feel like I'm walking on the precipice. Like, at any point, we can just be like, and whoops, we're assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember there was one uh, about talking about an inclusive work environment where they were talking about like uh, shirts of the gay pride parade and you know, somebody had done, had made a bad read and, or, or they didn't know what somebody was saying by like asking, like, do you want to, do you want a shirt for the gay pride parade or something like that? And I, I don't even think we really got to talk about the, the topic because I made like such a big mistake by thinking that you were saying something about like a, I think the question actually talked about being in on the gay banter. And yes. I said the, I thought you said banner and <laughs> It took me and a minute, like I was, we were sitting there on, on like we're live and doing the thing. And it took me quite a while to realize that that mistake had happened. Right. And so and at that point, it was far too late to correct it. And like, I felt so ashamed after we were done. Like, I don't even think we finished. I think we like got it, it reached the end of the bit. And you're like, Derek, I, I said banter not banner and i was like oh fuck me god i felt so ashamed i was like i i because like it it turned out like fine but like clearly not what the question was actually about and i'm i'm sorry i i gave people advice for being included on ban on banners but not about the banter i mean hey at least now people have advice on what to do if someone wants to be included on the gay banner. Yes. Sometimes you give people what they need, not what they asked for. Exactly. God. I, I'm I'm feeling so much secondhand shame from this. <laughs> God. That's what a retrospective is for, Derek. See, I you know, I I know all retrospectives are like what went well, what didn't go well, what can we do differently? Um I expect it to be more of the first and the third, less of the second. I'm feeling a lot of shame. <laughs> Some of the things that I have borked this this past year. We'll process we'll our emotions together offline, Derek. That sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, thank you to everybody for kind of chilling with us on this episode a little bit. I think um I know this is definitely a, a weird one. And we probably should have put this like at the beginning of the episode. This is going to be a weird one, but yeah, I, I think that it, it was. Uh, it's been a fantastic year for um, for this creative endeavor, and I, I think that it's added a lot to my life, and it's been fantastic. And I'm I'm looking forward very much so to um, 2019 and and beyond, and um, continuing to grow it, and you know, just do something that people will enjoy, and and it's been very fun. Want to punch the clock, Derek? It's called a, it's called an organic clock punching, Frank. <sighs> yeah, okay, I guess we can do it without reading the the postscript. I was fine. Gonna, I was gonna do that too. It's fine. I was. I was just. I was. I was letting. I was letting my feelings out, Frank. I don't like emotional vulnerability, Derek. You know this about me. I have walls in place. <laughs> They're there for a reason. Yeah, let's uh, let us punch that clock. For the last time this year. All right. So questions. Uh, obviously, we uh, we have answered a lot of questions this year, and you guys have been fantastic at sending them in, but they are the lifeblood of our show. Um, so if you would, in 2019 and beyond, please uh, continue to send us in questions at questions at WLICast.com. We appreciate every single one of them, um, even if they're poop related. I know we disparaged some folks uh, at the beginning. Or towards the middle, whenever it was. I'm not, in, I'm not whatever. disparaging them, Derek. I was disparaging you. <laughs> disparaging the poo. If you if you want to connect with us, uh, we have WLICast.com. Uh, we have links to our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram. We don't update that often. Uh, Patreon. I didn't even know we had an Insta. We we have an Insta. The, the thing is, like, we're an audio medium, and... Now, what it's are we going to take pictures of? Two fat right. guys eating wings or something? That's the concern. Like, that's really what I was so concerned about. Like, I don't know if I want to even like. I don't want. I don't want to risk that. Like, <laughs> I would hate for it to become that. Yeah, all of our our all of our patrons on Patreon. Thank you so much. 
it, we we didn't necessarily expect or set out this year to to grow patrons enough to like you know pay for our hosting and things like that. Um, but but you guys have stepped up and and you're paying for that for us, and it's fantastic, and it um, takes a, a little bit of the pressure off uh, and, and gives us some more room to run. So um, if you would like to contribute, you can find a link to our Patreon on on our website. We appreciate every single patron that we get. And the one thing that you can do for us this year, as it comes to a close, please tell people you know. Um, there's nothing better for us than just just word of mouth. Like, tell people that you know about us. Tell them why you like us, because that that's how we're going to grow. That's how we're going to find more listeners. And, you know, because we, we can do all the shouting in the void we want on uh, social media and things like that. But honestly, you know, you guys that listen to us, you are how we're going to grow. So tell the people that you know. Friend, enemy, frenemy, all that. God damn it, Derek. I like the tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell a frenemy bit. <laughs> uh, talking about things we're going to do away with in 2019. <sighs> I kid. I kid. You wound me, Derek. <laughs> this has been the Work Life Imbalance Podcast. I'm Frank Eastman. I am Derek Lewis. And with that, for the last time in 2018, I think we're going to have to transfer you. May all your May old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind. Was that what you were looking for, Derek? Yeah, that, that was that was the thing I was going for. I never learned the words of Auld Lang Syne. You know what's so funny? Like, maybe funny's not the right word. I thought that, like... I didn't know that it was old Lang Sign. Old Lane Signs. <laughs>